All right. Welcome back to the 15th installment of the Dugout Discussion Podcast. I'm Jack. I'm Max. I'm Noah. <laughs> uh, we're back. Yeah, pretty much. It's three, been two, three week, two, yeah, two, two and a half. Week, three week hiatus, um, and everything happened. Of <laughs> course, literally, of course. Literally, yeah, yeah, I know. literally everything happened. We kind of mentioned at the start, or like just record, like the postseason talk is that it's usually slow, the postseason, right? And as soon as I'm gone and like break <laughs> happens for you guys, everything happens. Yeah, l- literally. Pretty much everything. Even stuff happened today. Anyway, <laughs> we're gonna get to that um, later in the later episode. in the yeah. episode. We're gonna start today with um, our our division review of the AL Central. Um, typically, we do you know b- this after all what's going on, but um, there's more going on, and this is probably the worst division in, in the game. Yeah. So we figure so we'd get we'll a, get, get, get it, it out, out of the way. way. Yeah. So um, we'll start off with the Twins. Yeah. Um, Minnesota. Who, we're 101 and 61. Yeah, yes, sir. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Getting better at your math, I see. Ah, uh, yeah. I got an 162 games. Two they won 101. That means they lost 61. Yeah. All right. Anyway, <laughs> expectation or goal? What'd you guys say? I I said just wild card team. I, I said make the playoffs. I said make the playoffs too. Yeah. So we're I, three for three on that. Yeah. Um, I don't think that anyone. On the t- maybe people on the Twins in the organization, like the really you know glass half full kind of guys, thought they'd win a hundred. But I, I don't, I don't think anybody that people even as like, baseball people yeah. expected that to happen. No, I um, mean before the season, I had predicted that they would make the playoffs as a wild card team and Cleveland would win the division. But yeah, I didn't see this happen. Yeah. So uh, the strength of the Twins, obviously, I, I, home offense, runs. Uh, yeah, three hundred seven home runs led yeah. MLB by just one home yeah, run. Yeah, the Yankees are the Yankees. salty about that for some reason. Uh, also, the Twins bullpen was like really good, oh, a lot it? better. Yeah, I think, and they got better throughout the year. Yeah, I remember we we reviewed that in like the third or fourth episode. We just touched on it, but it was uh, they had like. They did much better than we thought because they're a lot of nobodies, to be honest. Yeah. Um, the only notable, I mean, just think of the lineup off the top of it was like Nelson Cruz, but that you could just say that's because we're Mariners guys and we probably knew that. Yeah. But like looking at the bullpen too, like can you name one person from that bullpen? And we've, and we've done research on them, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so the team weakness, um, what did you guys say? I said I, I was looking it up because I really couldn't think of any. I knew their farm system was actually pretty good, pretty mm. decent. So, but their defense ranked twenty sixth. Yeah. I I just said come prime time they didn't show up. Yeah, they got, like yeah, they got yeah, swept by the Yankees. They got shelled yeah, in the playoffs. Remember that dude? I don't remember. I don't even know who the pitcher was. That he was like, I love the noise. Like playing okay. against the Yankees, and he just got oh, yeah, shelled yeah, yeah, with yeah. like the first Uber three. driver. It was, oh yeah, that's sad. That's the only name we could remember. I saw. So he did though. He was like, I'm an Uber driver. I'm here now. I like the noise, and then he just got rocked. I saw I saw a tweet or something like Maben Cameron Maben on the Yankees. Yeah. Um said like a great series you know i wouldn't give you a five out of five or something but oh, how do you and, then, and then the guy was like let me know if you need a ride sometime and then he sent a screenshot of maven's dui <laughs> <laughs> oh, i didn't know he sent a picture of his dui that's awesome <laughs> okay back to the twins uh um, what'd you guys say that the team weakness was i said was i mean starting time? pitching i mean i saw Our that starting pitching was inconsistent yeah I, I mean their era alone was nothing lower than i think four or something like three maybe but like I think what they would consider their ace wasn't even great. And Bar- I mean, Barrios was 
It was probably their ace, but uh, yeah, he was I think okay. You're right. Like I wouldn't consider him an ace, yeah, like not, in the not, grand yeah. scheme of and things. I think that went to prove that when when you go to the playoffs, you need an ace yes. that you can depend on. Exactly. Like uh, the Indians had that one crazy run in 2016 where they had no starting pitching, yeah. but their bullpen just carried them. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen. Yeah. No. That that's more of a rare thing than yeah. it, like. And they had it, they had really great pitching that year on their starting rotation. They were just decimated. Yeah, from what injuries. was that? Bauer. Trevor Bauer got the, got the. Oh, uh, the drone cut. Yeah, like, thumb. dude, what are you doing? This is playoff baseball. You got a drone. He was out. bleeding yeah. in Toronto. That was actually cool though. I that mean, was that, cool. He's just he kept throwing it. He yeah, kept throwing it. You could see the. And he kept yeah. like swiping it, and then yeah. then they called it. But like, still, it's kind of dumb that you would even consider playing around with a drone near that time of baseball. Uh, All right, team MVP. I said Nelson Cruz. I said Nelson Cruz. He hit forty-one home runs. Yeah. He's isn't he like forty-one too or something like that? He's just getting he's ancient. With, he's yeah. better with age, <laughs> and he hit three eleven, which is really good. And I think, I think hitting well as a DH, even though your title is designated hitter, it's like I think it's harder yeah. to play the game because you're only playing half of it. And I would say that. Of recent, the DH isn't really hitting the numbers what you would expect of a DH. I would consider this what he was doing is exactly the numbers. Um, I said Nelson Cruz as the first on my list. I also put down Jorge Polanco, yes, Max uh, Kepler, Eddie Rosario. I could really, they all played well. They, they all yeah. played well. All had like thirty plus home runs. Polanco actually broke out. I don't think he hit thirty, but I think it was like twenty twenty. So. Um, but that's to say something, though. A lot of these guys that we considered average really stepped up to the plate this year, and hence the reason why they won 101 games. It got that pun far. Pun intended. Yeah, pun intended. Stepped up to the plate. Oh. <laughs> uh, uh, um, so on the other side of the ball, we got Team Cy Young. I said Barrios, but I really could give it to anyone in the bullpen. Uh, yeah, I gave mine to Taylor Rogers. He had 30 saves. I thought... That back end of the bullpen was really good over the year, and I thought he was the best. I just gave it to Brios as well. I feel like that's just, like, who you're going to give it to. But, like you said, kind of it seems like on that team at least, it really could have gone to anybody. Yeah, everyone pitched well. Um, so, just real quick to run over Brios' stats. 3.3 war, 14-8 and eight with a 3.680 ERA. Uh, just over 200 innings pitched, 195 strikeouts. Um Definitely a good year. Not like a Cy Young year, yeah. but, you know, a solid for year. A, for a, a mediocre yeah, like so starting many. rotation. Mm. Yeah. Uh, team surprise, this should be pretty. Mitch Garver, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mitch Garver, 31 homers in 93 games. In that at-bat ratio. 311 bat at-bats. I was going to say that the that's at-bat just, ratio is crazy. That's like what? A home run every Ten. Try it. At Let's bats. go. Yeah, yeah. something yeah. close like that. Yeah. yeah, this sounds somewhat right. Um, Six thirty slugging, nine ninety five OPS. Yeah, and most people didn't even hear about this guy. I didn't. Really yeah, hear about no, this guy you were the until... one that was going crazy about him for at least a good amount of time. Uh, yeah. I mean, would would you guys give the Twins for two thousand nineteen? I think it's pretty universal. It's an A. A. Yeah, A. A. Maybe just because of their maybe A plus. Just give him an A. Yeah. No, I think. A minus because just how bad they were in the postseason against the Yankees. It didn't seem like they put up much. I mean, yeah. the Yankees were really good, but yeah. you would expect for them to at least scrap a game off them right. even at home. Mm-hmm. Even like I'm not even sure what their their numbers were away or at home, but something you know. Yeah, and it seems like it wasn't even a fight most games. It was just pretty much single handedly the Yankees. Yeah, yeah, really. It was just like batting practice. <laughs> um, 
what what do the Twins need to do over the offseason? I just I didn't write this down because I just forgot or something, but I'm I'm really just saying they need starting pitching. Yeah, so yeah I said pitching and depth. They yeah. they re-signed Pineda. Um eh, like it. I mean, I think he had roids or he did roids Fine or dark. He, yeah. Oh, Fine that's dark, what it was. He was suspended or something. Um or Tommy John, I don't know. Um but he's not playing for a while. I also saw that they re-signed Cruz, which was a good move for them. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, especially after the season he had, you know. Yeah, so... Was it a one-year deal? I didn't see Yeah, it. I'm pretty I think sure it was, it was a one-year, one-year deal. Last year was a one-year deal, and I'm pretty sure this one's either a one-year or a two-year. It's got to be with his age. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be. Just give that guy one-year deals, and he'll come around, come to your I team. I know, that's that's what he... Pure, that's his, that's his job now, though. That's yeah. like, as a DH with your age, that's what Encarnacion is doing. Um, All right, Cleveland. Cleveland. Uh, they finished second in the division. They yeah. had 93 wins, 69 losses. I thought their goal going into the year was to win the division, just given their more? dynasty yep. over that and yeah. complete dominance over the last several years. But we all seem to agree with that one. Came, uh, They missed the playoffs. Yeah, which was surprising. With 93 wins. Yeah, I think anybody that... Is once again a baseball guy That's did not crazy. expect that at all. Yeah, um, and a ninety-three. Yeah, like and we'll get said, into that in a little bit. Yeah. But they, like, are they going into a rebuilding mode? I well, yeah, we'll get into that a little bit because of what happened today. Yeah, yeah, um, we'll get into that in a bit. But well, what did you say their team strength was? I, they had a really good pitching staff. Yes, I agree. Third, yeah, they ranked fourth th- in all of baseball. Third in yeah. team ERA, first in shutouts. That's thanks to Bieber. Second least walks, fourth least home runs, fifth in strikeouts. Like that's a really good pitching staff. Yeah, really good. And they gave up what some may consider a really good pitcher, Trevor Bauer, to the Reds. But uh, yeah, and that yeah yeah during the middle of the year, forgot about that. Wh- what was the point of that? I didn't really. I should have looked into they, it. They, so, he had some beef with the organization. Oh, yeah. was it that? I think I, it was because he. No, no way you throw a player like that well, away for that. Well, I think they were already considering it. Well, yeah, so they were considering it. He had some, I don't know the exact disputes that Trevor Bauer had with the upper management with the Indians, but there was something wrong. It might have been with his deal or something. Something like that. I think he's a free agent. You know what? Year. You know what is like, was he the one with the deal that had like something to do with his like the last amount being like 420 69 cents, something like that? I know he donates like. Like sixty nine hundred sixty nine dollars and something like that to charity or every strikeout or something. Yeah, that's it's something a good cause, like, but it's like, like the guy's weird, man. <laughs> it's cool. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> it's an uh, interesting podcast. Anyway, they traded him to the Reds in the middle of the year, kind of low key out of nowhere. Yeah, I um, think yeah. They also the, the Indians. So this is my weakness for them. Their offense was kind of average. I think they did a good job of trying to address that in the middle of the year because you know they got Puig, they got. Uh, from El Reyes, who's mm-hmm. like big, yeah, yeah, big, and uh, you know I think Puig's a free agent now. Um, but they did. I think they did. They tried to address that um, that that offense, but it, it just they didn't have enough time or just didn't didn't go the way that they wanted. Yeah, and I think that just due to like just kind of a weird year. I think there was a lot of injuries or not necessarily like just kind of oddities that happened to them this year that was uncharacteristic for previous seasons. So Yeah, their offense was mediocre. But they've they've never been super predicated on their offense. Yeah. They've always been kind of a pitching team. Yeah. Uh and I think the first year when I think you're starting to see age with that roster, you're starting to see the effects. Mm-hmm. But Nonetheless, we're forgetting that this team won 93 games, which is still a very successful season. I know. Should be good enough to win a division, you would argue. Mm-hmm. 
Um, wild card for sure. Yeah, but wild card for sure. It, it's just it's just so dense nowadays. The other the other thing you have to think about is with the with the Twins and the Indians. I would argue that that both of their records were a little inflated mm-hmm. because uh, of the division. Because of the division, yeah. Like the next three teams didn't really come close to finishing at five hundred. We'll get into that a little bit, but like a lot of those wins were easy. Like, not much competition behind them. But we'll get into that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. I said their TMVP was Mike Clevenger. I uh, gave it to Santana, but you can... Yeah, Santana say. was just another great pick, but I thought Clevenger was really good. Solid rock throughout the whole year, didn't get hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, stayed with the team, which, like, you know, you lost Bauer, who was having a really... Like, he was having a Cy Young start to the season. Yeah, before he was really good. Away. Like, crazy good. Yeah. Uh, he had a two seven one ERA, and I know your the record doesn't totally matter, but uh, he was went thirteen and four as mm-hmm. their pitcher. I gave their Cy Young to him too. Um, who'd you choose? Oh, I had uh, Santana. Santana. So yeah. Uh, yeah, he hit thirty four homers, hit two eighty one, ninety three RBIs, had a three ninety seven OBP, um, and slugged over five hundred. Um, he was a Mariner for. Like ten minutes, ten <laughs> yeah. minutes if if that's worth. What was that with the Incarnacion situation? Yeah, yeah. Um, wow, <laughs> shout out Mariners. Yeah, uh, God, I would. Yeah, he probably would not have had an All Star season though with us. Yeah, just re- being realistic. Yeah, um, four point five WAR. I gave my MVP to him. Who'd you give your Cy Young to? You said uh, I said I said I gave it to Clevenger. 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 I gave it to Shane Bieber. And he's also kind of my team surprise. I don't have his stats on hand. I'm pulling them up right now. But I know he won All-Star Game MVP, if that doesn't mean much. But had a 4.9 war season, 3.28 ERA, 33 games started, 260 strikeouts in 215 innings, and he's only 24. Um, also could go for team surprise, which I'm not if. Yeah, I actually said my team surprise was Carlos Santana. I can see that too. Just because I don't think anyone really saw him doing what he was doing. Doing what he yeah. was doing. Uh, but yeah, I gave mine to Bieber. I said um, Roberto Perez for mine because okay. he had like a really good defensive year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. The best oh, yeah, defensive yeah, yeah, catcher yeah, the, in baseball. Yeah, I had to remember who he was for a second. Roberto Perez had a crazy might defensive year. Might have been the best year. defensive player in baseball. If I'm, I think he won an award. He might have been. I I don't remember. No, but he was he, definitely he, the best defensive I, yeah, catcher right. he in did, baseball, he did and it win wasn't a close. Like, award yeah, like for Wilson something. Platinum Glove or something like that. <laughs> one of those ones. So what's your 2019 grade? I said C minus. C minus? Really? Are you going lower? No, I'm. I give him like an A minus. B plus. I gave him I, a B minus. I whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I, whoa! I, I mean, like <laughs> you think about it. I understand they're in like a, a a crappy division to say the least, but that the team won ninety three games and were just unlucky with their playoffs. I mean, like I I mean, if you were looking at the teams that were in the race yeah, yeah. at the end of the year between the Indians, the the Rays, and the A's for that uh, the wild card, the two wild card spots, I would definitely give it to the teams that were in it mm-hmm. and. I, if I got to pick out of those three teams, who yeah. would I pick in the wildcard game? I would pick those three teams again just because of the Indians being in a weaker division. I don't think they would have been as potent in the postseason. But a C? <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I can like, see that, you. Like, that's, like, I feel like a B is about average and about what you would expect. But, like... I just, I feel like what we always go off of... A B minus? <laughs> Get out of here, dog. I think I'll, I'll settle on a B, but I'm not going any higher, no lower. All right. Just, just I, I mean, just because, like, uh, coming off of gotta, the seasons they've been having and their expectation usually matches what they should be expected to do. Not saying that anything they've done was lackluster, but, you know, your your title and your, like, significance goes a long way through this. So I feel like if you're not me- matching that, you know, it's got to mean something. I, I understand it. Anyway, off-season, off-season target? target? Yeah, that kind of goes back to what you were saying. I think the target, the... The way that they're going right now is not smart. Uh, I want you guys to go in more on that. Trading Kluber. Yeah. Yeah. So that was considering good. trading Lindor. He yeah. just won 93 games. Yeah, exactly. Two in years, the way, two, two, uh, three years ago, you were uh, one game away from winning the World Series. Someone said you should have won. Exactly. <laughs> you were in the playoffs last year. Why are you rebuilding? And I don't and, get that. And the way I look at it is I am the rebuilding god. Yeah, I, I, I say every team is in a place to rebuild. I don't think I don't think the Indians are in a place to rebuild. Because if you look at it, once you start rebuilding, the teams you're competing with are the Royals and the uh, Tigers. For for but and for the, rebuilding the, purposes. The White they, Sox. Well the White Sox are towards the end of their rebuild. Yes. So they're gonna be competitive this year, especially with all their moves that they've been making, I would say that their their rebuild is done. They're right now they're they're in win now mode. Yeah. Um, but but anyway, they'd well. be competing with two teams that already have a, about a top ten farm system in baseball, mm-hmm. and so that's just hard to compete with. Especially when I think it's easier to beat up on those teams for another year or two. Compete with the White Sox and Twins. I think you can. I think you could still try and get a division championship. But I don't know what their direction is. It's hard to tell. Yeah. I, I think their offseason target should have been to just get more thump to their lineup. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. I mean, like, it just kind of seems weird because, like you guys said, coming off of this 93-win season and how they were in the playoffs last year, it makes no sense, really. Like, well, there is no – I don't think you, there is a reason to rebuild yet. I mean, given two years go by, I think it might probably be around that time. But, you know, rock what you got until then. Uh, I said they just need to reassign Dan Otero, mainly because that's a soft spot in my heart. But uh, <laughs> uh, you're right, more thump in that lineup. They need, they need a slugger. Yeah. They, and more importantly, they just shouldn't rebuild. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we'll go into more into this later, but the return they got for Kluber today, they got dirt. True. Yeah, com- so, com- on to like- the White Sox. Yeah, I don't want to <laughs> say too much. On to the White Sox. I think their goal was to finish up the rebuild. I said be competitive, but that ties in with the finish of the rebuild. You know, be like competitive for the yeah, because they like years. get start the pace going towards yeah. uh, getting better. I think they had off of two years ago they had a, like a sixty one season, something like that, and this year they had like a seventy two one season. Yeah, so no, they they definitely improved. Yeah, on to the White Sox. I mean, sorry, I I'm so out of it. I got like four hours sleep. Last okay, night. I was like, dog. Uh, I said <laughs> onto the team strength. Onto the team strength. Yeah, young talent and future. <laughs> Sorry, I'm here. Uh, I went skiing yesterday and got home really late. Oh, okay. I, 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 ski season, I don't blame you. Um, anyway, yeah, I thought I thought their team's strength was their young talent. They're building to the future right now. They're making a lot of moves. They're doing a really good job. I just said players developing. Uh, yeah. Young talent, yeah. you know. Yeah, I, it was tough finding strengths. I, yeah, I said, actually, I said their team strength and their team weakness was their young talent. Agreed. I said the exact same thing. I said their team weakness was their offense. They 
they walked like zero times. Oh, for real. And their average team OPS was seven twenty eight. That is, yeah. So I mean, just but that you know, like they made moves to address that. You know, uh, re-signing Abreu, adding Grandall. So, mm-hmm. and the way I look at it, for a young team like the White Sox, the year that they just had, I think, is the year as a White Sox fan. Even though they only finished with seventy-two wins, is one that you have to really be proud of. Yeah. yeah. Just because, um, that when you look at a team that's just coming out of a rebuild with young players, I feel like it's very normal to see their season go up and down, up and down. And mm-hmm. if you look at the first half of the year, like right up until the All-Star break, really, they were uh, right at 500, below at 500, right above 500, below 500. Mm-hmm. And they were going up and down for weeks at a time. It seemed like they were winning five games and then losing six, and then lo- winning five games and then losing six, just like over and over again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I felt like that's very indicative of a, a young team building towards the future. Yeah, no, for sure. <clears throat> team MVP... Tim Anderson, for me. I said uh, Yon Moncada. I said between Jose Abreu, Yon Moncada, and Tim Anderson. So. <laughs> so, yeah, just. So do you really know? No, I, I mean, I'm really just, I, it's like what you said. You know, White Sox fans have a reason to be proud of this season because of these, you know, you got. Yeah. Moncada's young. Yeah. Anderson's young. Abreu's kind of getting up there. But those are three, and, you know, re-signing Abreu, like, those are the Three players that can drive you for a while. Like, I like I like that three. Yeah, no, that's a a very strong three. Let alone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Tim Anderson batted three fifty three to end the season. He had like four hundred batting average, like going to like probably like a quarter into the season still, which is pretty impressive in my opinion. Yeah, and the way I look at it, uh, for Moncada at least, he had a WAR of over four and a half, four point six WAR. Yeah, uh, yeah, which is really good. In, Twenty-five home runs. I think that power will still has some development to go in. And he's young. I and he's, he's young. 20, Twenty-two, twenty-three. Uh, hit three fifteen. Sky's the limit for that kid. Yeah. Team uh, Cy Young, obviously. Giolito is it even close? Yeah. He ranks uh, sixth in um, sixth in Cy Young voting. Oh, that's good for him. Uh, he also was my. Team surprise, because he had a really bad year last year, and yeah. then this year mm-hmm. he had a much better year. Um, he he was my team surprise too, and no one knew who this guy was really. Yeah. I feel yeah. I still feel like not a lot of people know who he is. Uh, I would agree to that. He's a very like low key player that you'd have to know baseball about to know him. Twenty nineteen grade. Uh, I said B B plus. Same. Yeah, I said B plus. Yeah. Uh, I think. G- if I was to give him an A, they'd have to be 500. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I agree. Being on a B is a good year for them. All right, let's let's speed through these last two. Nobody wants to talk about the Royals and the Tigers. I could say the exact same things for the the first three categories for both of these teams. I thought their expectation for both these teams, Royals and Detroit, to rebuild. Yep. You guys can just stop me if you disagree. I thought for both of these teams, their team strength was their farm system. They both ranked, like, uh, 9, 10, 11-ish okay. area. top 15 at least. Top 10, yeah, yeah. at least top 15, like you said. And then their team weakness is everything at the MLB level. Yes, agreed. Yeah, I, yeah. I'd i be surprised I, if you guys had something, like, totally different. No, I, just, no. I just said for the Tigers, their weakness was anything you could imagine. It's, it's just, it was hard to find stuff for this. Like, it's everything and anything, pretty much, for anything negative and anything good is... 
They don't have it. So let's go with the Royals first. T- team MVP was Jorge Soler. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's Soler. I also have Merrifield in there. But that, that Mer- Merrifield com- is a very good player. Yeah. But the Soler is definitely the person. 48 home runs. Because it's unexpected plus the whole, like, you know. Especially, like, the Royals don't hit much home runs. Exactly. So They're a team for speed and contact, yeah. which is dying out in today's day and age, yeah, which is also why they did bad this year. Team Cy Young for the Royals, this was tough. <sighs> I said Ian Kennedy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really didn't know. I said Brad Keller. I think I like went through all names. Was like I don't know guy. who any of these guys are. I'm putting a name down. So yeah. Uh, team surprise for the oh, Royals. I wrote down no one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. For the Royals, you put no one. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I, I put you know, Solaire. I wrote that down. I deleted what I said, and I said, "I'm giving that award to Ned Yost for not resigning." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 2019 grade for the Royals. F. I put a C. I don't know why. Probably I. I like B minus. Area. God, you're B. so generous, dude. B minus? I mean, well, because I thought this is kind of what you expected out of them, a B year. You're, you're, you're right, because you know, we always talk about how it's off the expectation. is yeah. So I will give you that B. I'm going to bring it down to a C, though. I'll give them a C because they didn't finish last. <laughs> Detroit? Uh, Let's yeah. run through this. Detroit MVP? I said Matthew Boyd. I said. I said Jordy Mercer. I said Nicholas Castellanos. That doesn't count. I was gonna go. He was traded. Yeah. yeah. I also said Miggy because he actually didn't have that bad of a year, but he got hurt deep deep into the year. He had like negative WAR, so th- this is just rough. It's, just, it's not fun team, to look. Don't give me Steve. Team Saya. Uh, I said Shane Green, but Matt Boyd. Yeah, Matthew I said Boyd. Boyd. He had 185 innings pitched and 32 starts. I put down Buck starts. Farmer. Don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> he had two. 38 strikeouts. Oh, Matthew Boyd also had 11.6K per nine, which was actually which is actually really good. Yeah. Team surprise, um, Jordy Mercer. I, this is where I put actually Nick Cassianos down because he did have a good season with them that would that did translate to the Cubs. But I could see how he, you could pick uh, anyone. 2019 grade F's all around. I would say you come on F. If maybe, you even if I hear a C a or a B out of your mouth, I, I might even give him a G, man. Like that was rough. <laughs> That was rough. I said B. Oh, God. <laughs> How? No one on the face of the planet expected this team to do well, okay? No, but you expect them to do well, I something. I, didn't I understand they couldn't even games. win 50 games. Yeah. I understand they didn't even get to the 50 That's what, game I, that's what I put as their goal was for the season, was to win 50 games. They can't even do that. <laughs> Dude, that ball club must be sad as hell. Like, just any, like just be like after every game, like, okay. <laughs> Grown. Yeah, but uh, whatever. I, they're they're, okay. they're trying to build their farm system right now, and I'll leave it at that. Now let's get to the juicy stuff. Okay. Right. <laughs> Finally. So. Yeah, this is the fun part. This is the fun part. Um, we, As you know, we took a three-week three break, um, and we came back. Everything, everything, everything happened. Everything happened. We can start off with... Um, San Diego Padres traded Eric Lauer and Luis Urias to the Brewers for Trent Grisham and Zach Davies. Um, Thought it was a decent deal for both teams. Yes, I think I like the I like the get uh, for San Diego. I also think it's kind of a little touching. I got you. I can send you the link. All right, thanks. It's kind of it's kind of touching um, that they traded away Grisham. I know that sounds weird, but like imagine that guy coming back to. Um, oh, he would get booed. Yeah, to hell and back. Holy yeah. crap! Um, 
so I think that's kind of you know right move. Um, I don't want to spend too much time on this deal though. There's so yeah. much. Not There's so much more juicy happened. stuff, dude. Yeah. So, so, so uh, I just, I just, I just. Do we need to run through um, Braves signs Cole Hamill to a one year, eighteen million dollar deal? Surprise for that much because that guy's getting old. That guy's getting old, but I think million. that's that's the type of pitcher you need on a playoff staff mm-hmm. that's very young. Uh, get a veteran like that yeah. in there. That's someone who you can take to the playoffs. Yeah. Who's kind of been a seasoned veteran. I like that deal for them. A l- little bit of money, but sometimes you got to overpay for pitching. I understand that. Um, you guys like to add anything to that deal? No, I think that's that? fair. Um, um, Omar Narvaez traded to the Brewers for Adam Hill and uh, comp, pick, comp round pick. I thought the Brewers won this deal. Um, yeah, obviously. Yeah. I thought, yeah, I mean, Omar Narvaez was a pretty <laughs> subpar defensive catcher over the year, but probably one of the best offensive catchers you'll get in the game. Super underrated uh, season with the Mariners. He was uh, really good offensively. Really good offensively. Really good offensively. Except I don't think the Mariners' return was that bad just because of where they're at as an organization right now, but I feel like they could have gotten more somewhere else just because of how deprived mm-hmm. Major League Baseball is of catching. Um, I was surprised to see this deal as a Mariners fan, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, for the Mariners, that means Murphy's going to be doing most of the catching who broke out last year. So I think he's going to have a bad year this year. I'll just say that and leave it at that. Well, well, I mean, um, yeah. Also, I lost. Day after, Tampa Bay Rays traded Tommy Pham and Weaver, this prospect was. to San Diego Padres for Hunter Renfro. Top 100 prospect Xavier Edwards. Hunter Renfro and a dick slap prospect? <laughs> slap, slap dick prospect? This is what he said. We give a fam up for Renfro and a damn slap dick prospect? <laughs> Blake <laughs> Snell that's on our his Washington, Twitch account yeah, while our, he's gaming and found out a, about the yeah, deal. Our, our Washington slap, native uh, just from nailing it in. Slap dick prospect? Um... Yeah, that move really confused me because Fam was a big part of the Rays making it to the playoffs. Did he make the All Star game? Hang on, I don't. I'm not sure. He he's always been a really uh, quiet, underrated player. Yeah, how are you navigating this, by the way? I'm trying 20. to figure out where we are. I have no idea where we are on this website. Um, check the group chat. Okay, that's probably better. Um, um, dude, you're on the wrong month. He oh. did not. He did not make the All Star game, but definitely, I feel like he definitely should have. He Could hit 273. Uh, uh, his slugging was really low though. He it? slugged like 450. Which, yeah, that, that's pretty. Yeah, that's low. pretty great. Which, uh, that, that, that's well, slow. Oh he, no, no, no! A, I thought you said like 540. Average. My bad. He oh. he was what 2020 player. Uh, yeah, he hit. Yeah, he had 20 home runs and 25 stolen bases. Yeah. 68 RBI. Great player. I mean, yeah. I don't know what team wouldn't want to have him. I don't understand why that. I don't know why you would trade him for him. Renfro, who's a <laughs> one-dimensional <laughs> player. Prospect. Yeah. No, that's slaptic prospect. It's actually, he's actually good. Yeah. But, I, but I, the, uh, on the race side of things, I don't want to say too much more about this deal because it gets more juicy mm-hmm. uh, as in the last couple weeks. Is I don't understand the, this by the Rays because... They're in a win now mode. Why are you trading for prospect depth? That doesn't make any sense to me. And, and why would you trade a guy who's relatively cheap? Yeah, who's relatively for, for tra- a, cheap. Yeah, he's for young a, for an unproven guy who's significantly worse. Mm-hmm. Like exactly. I don't get it. And like a one-dimensional player. Really. Yeah. 
On to the next notable move. Um, uh, Houston Astros, Jake Merzlik. Oh, Mets. yeah, Merzlik was traded to the Mets. I um, feel like that's good for Jake Merzlik. I mean, probably best he gets out of that Houston Astros situation yeah. right now. So I think whether you see that he's leaving a really good team, but I think he's leaving a really good team with a bad, like, uh, whatever, what's the right word here, like, Aura, yeah, for but the, lack, but for the Mets are in a win now mode, and I think I mean I don't I really it's too early to tell where they're going to be next year, but they're trying to make the playoffs. Is it going to happen? I don't think so. Keyword, trying, but uh, it's, yeah, at least yeah, they are trying. Staying staying in the uh, NL East, the Phillies signed former Met. Zach Wheeler, five tra- transition oh, by the way, God. but uh, <laughs> five, five years, a uh, hundred million dollar deal. Way too overpriced for Zach Wheeler. Uh, it was definitely pricey, but I don't think people realize that this guy actually was really good. Four point one WAR, uh, three nine six ERA, which is kind of indicative of the defense because the Mets were really bad defensively. True. Uh, one hundred ninety five innings, one hundred ninety five strikeouts. Um, he's a workhorse. He just—I think he honestly just needs to run the team. So maybe that maybe that price is actually pretty good for him. It just he has to prove himself within his first couple of years. The thing that pissed me off was that Mets fans were saying, "Oh, way overpriced. We don't even need this guy." I feel like you, you need you need all the people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Speaking of the Mets, we're staying on the Mets right here. This this news went overshadowed with all of the hot stove stuff that happened. But the Will Ponds might be selling the Mets. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I saw that. Uh, they're in talks with Steve Cohen, <laughs> whose net worth is fourteen billion dollars. Uh, <laughs> I wish he'd Gosh. be he'd be like one of the richest owners in MLB. I think the richest if he bought the Mets. Jeter. Um, Steve Cohen. Oh. And uh, I, I don't I don't know Jeter's net worth or whatever. I don't think Jeter's think up at the bills. Yeah, I don't think he's nearly that much. But um, maybe a few. Anyway, but I I mean as a Mets fan I'd be rejoiced with that news just because the yeah. Wilpons kind of suck. Yes. Um, if really, uh, an organization or a team is no better than their owner. Yes. At the end of the day, because all the trades that happen, you can look at the GM, you can look and you can look at the team's performance, and you can look at the trades they're making. None of that happens without the owner. Yeah, I mean that's why and the money and the dollars behind you could, it. I mean we've, it's not connected to this, but Baltimore is. Pretty much trashed due to their owner. Yeah, you mentioned that earlier, yeah. and that's a great point. Yeah, uh, in um, the previous episode. Yeah. yeah. Before we get into the big three, we all know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, Nomar Mazara was traded to the Chicago White Sox for center fielder Steel Walker. Who's Steel Walker, dude? No idea, but it's kind of a dope name. Yeah. No. What? Hold up. That is a filthy. Yeah. yeah. Like you can do a lot on a baseball card with Steel Walker. Um. Again, a move that doesn't make much sense to me. I mean, I know Mazzara's kind of overrated. I mean, you look at his stats, he doesn't – he hits like 20 homers, 60 RBIs. Sounds good, but then you look at the other stuff, doesn't bring much to the to the table. He's a defensive liability. Mm-hmm. Um, not to hate on the guy, but – No, no, we're, we're also, serious here, though. We just, know – Just kind of a confusing deal for Texas. I don't get why you get rid of a guy like that. Yeah, I was maybe it was a salary dump. Was well, it? I don't know that's, how much that's paid. a good point, though. Um, Might have been. I would have to do a little more research on that. But uh, uh, one more thing before the big three: Nationals re-sign Howie Kendrick. I feel like that's worthy saying because Kendrick hit three forty four last year. 
Yeah, uh, I mean, and, also, and they only signed him to a one-year deal. Yeah, yeah. I think that's due to age and potentially they're expecting non-consistency from him, considering this was a pretty big year coming off of an injury. I think this is pretty much a test of water to see if he can repeat his success, then following maybe another contract. Couldn't agree more. Uh, this is ex- I've mentioned it before, but I don't trust players that come out of nowhere mm-hmm. and. Hit 344. Yeah. Uh, I don't really know Kendrick's whole career and how that went, to be honest. But coming off of an injury, as you said, like he's been around for a while, but for the most part, no one's heard of him Mm -hmm. before. Yeah, no, for real. For real. No, you're not wrong there. I also think that based off the postseason he had, you kind of have to re-sign him. Oh, you do. With the fan, yeah, like, especially you know, with the fans, Dodgers situation. Fans love him. Yeah, like, dude, I mean, just that Dodgers. And, remember Game 7, the home run that he yeah, had? Yeah, to dead center off Joe Kelly. You owe that. You owe that to him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah the, Game 5 or whatever. That's a, that's actually a great way of putting it. It's like, I without me, this, this whole thing that we are doing right now wouldn't be happening. So give me something, please. Well, speaking of the Dodgers. Or the they, Nationals. Yeah, but we talked. Uh, well, hold up, muffin, hold up, hold up, muffin, hold up. Transition. Oh, do you want to get your transition in? Is this going no, to the big three? I, I messed it up. <laughs> Not yet. Dodgers signed free agent ri- uh, righty Blake Trinan. That was such an underrated move as someone who yeah. is yeah. in the AL, uh, follows the AL West. Frank Trinan is nasty. Yeah, yeah he's filthy. Wasn't he uh, athletics, right? One and really rem- good. One year removed from having a .78 ERA. Yeah, should have won a reliever of the year. Diaz oh, took it. That's he, coming did, from a Mariners fan. He should have won. Yeah, this guy is I agree. filthy, man. I think he got like a Cy Young vote. Yeah. <laughs> Don't quote me on it, but he at least deserved a Cy Young vote. Yeah. Dude was insane. Um, this is a really such an underrated move for the Dodgers. He had a pretty bad year last year. Not going to sugarcoat it. He did. But th- yeah, this is a really good move from from LA. Yeah. Yeah. Like one year, ten million, which is unexpected considering their their history of like we're we're like a money team. We'll get who we want in a sense. And this guy is the guy. Like he's just the guy. That he's kind of. Would you consider him the replacement for Kenley Jansen? Yeah, yeah. Like if Kenley Jansen is still shit in the bed this year, then this guy is the perfect guy to step in and prove prove his he's worth. Still got it. Yeah. So. Um, on to the big three? No, did we even mention Moustakis going to the Reds? No. <laughs> so much. Mike Moustakis, four years. Playing second base as well, which I found kind of... Interesting. Yeah. Not a I second. mean, at the pro level, you would hope that anybody within the infield besides first base can play the other three, at least second and third. Shortstop's a whole different situation, but uh, kind of a... We've talked about the Reds last episode, right? Yeah. Uh, they're on the up and up. And I think this move might have been the move they needed to make to like maybe get that slugger in there. But and for Mustakis, getting four years has got to feel good. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, he's for sure. always been on one year deals. Also, I keep I keep postponing the big three, but the Phillies signed uh, Gregorius. That was a really good move too. Um, I thought. Especially also, going to Joe Girardi. Exactly yeah. where my mind went. Yeah. Also, that could be indicative of them moving on from Segura. I know I've been hearing rumors about that. They Where would wanna, he go? That's a good question, but that yeah, guy is for, a clubhouse cancer. Yeah, I mean, as a Mariners and, fan, you heard like he got in a fight last. Uh, oh, for real? I have no idea. In the why. clubhouse, I don't remember the whole. I mean, no, no, but like, why would you say clubhouse cancer? Because I just I, I've been hearing stuff. He is he gets like a fights. troublemaker? Yeah, sort okay. of. He's I'm, he's you know he's been he's been in what? Is he the golden gate of baseball? 
Maybe. One year on the Diamondbacks, two years on the Mariners, one year on the Phillies, one year maybe somewhere else. It's got to mean something. He's yeah, a good player, don't get me wrong, but I it's got to mean something. You can't believe every report you hear about a player's personality in the clubhouse and stuff, mm-hmm. but when you see him hopping from team to team and all reports that you yeah, hear yeah, yeah. are kind of saying the same general thing. You got you have to eventually come to the conclusion that it is him and it's yeah. not a clubhouse thing. It also might just be... When he plays, he doesn't look like he gives a fuck about anything. That's for fair point. Which is kind of badass, but at the same time, it's like it's you're not you're you not you're not be, a super super super. You have star, to be Robinson right? Cano in his yeah. prime to not exactly. run out of yeah, ground. Robinson, Robinson Cano in his prime really did. It was that's like, that's a controversial topic for another day. God, but when by the way, when Robinson Cano was in his prime, it was so fun. His saving just turned two. He didn't care at all. He was like he just <laughs> behind my back, bitch. All right, <laughs> so one of the big three. Yeah. Steven Strasburg. Uh, I'll hit that first, I guess, because I... Yeah. Go yeah. for it. So, $245 million for seven years, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yep. Average of 35. Uh, yeah, year. something like that. He broke... Pre- obviously, this was before the Cole signing. He did break the price record for highest, uh, most paid and salary there. Uh, at least the thing that, I mean, we were talking about criteria here. I think this doesn't really put them in a way to win the World Series again next year, but it's definitely a, a thing that I, I appreciate the Nationals did. Uh, his, who's the one that, um, works his contract that worked all Boris. 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 That guy made Man, money. He made $4.7 in a day. Uh, or 40.7. Yeah. But, but um, so... As I was saying, it was. It seemed like it was kind of a, a good deal. We all thought that he would go to San Diego, given that he had history there with going to college there, and Grew it seemed there. seemed like a place to pretty much really set his like his future there. But he, I think, he played with the loyalty card here, which I'm really happy about. We talked about this with Felix Hernandez previously. Like, mm-hmm. you don't see loyalty as often as you do, and he stuck with a team that drafted him in the first round. Understood his his problems and took care of him. Brought him up his first year into the pros. Stuck with him, and after having a dominant season, regular season and postseason, getting the MVP, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, plus, Boris has history with the Nationals as like a good tr- like I think just history there, which is good. With Harper, yeah. So I think that uh, it was a great signing. I just don't think this maybe puts him in a position to win the World Series though. Yeah, yeah, but uh, the way I look at it is he got his chip. Mm-hmm. Like there was nothing. Like the reason I thought, like, oh, he could really go to the Padres is because you see players after they win their chip and mm-hmm. they get what they they they've they've gotten what they've wanted out of the league. Now they need to be a mogul and get money and build their brand. Mm. Like you saw that with Robinson Cano, he got his championship with the Yankees. Then he signed a mega deal with the Mariners, out of kind of out of nowhere, all the way across the country, like. Kind of a money grab on his part, mm-hmm. a little, at least a little bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you, I'm happy for Steven Strasburg. Happy for national fans. Think that's great. Fun fact, with the Strasburg signing, part of his uh, clause was that I mean, it's just kind of for me as a workout fan. Um, part of his clause was that they keep the gym open every single day of the year, like at the stadium. That's which awesome. Is, which is just kind of. Wait, say that again. I'm sorry. I don't part of his that. part of his uh, the thing in his clause was that they keep the the gym in the stadium open every single day. Oh, that's fire! Which is just I that's think that's awesome. that's one of those smart things to put in yeah. the contract. Unlike so anyway, Bowers' uh, 69, 69, 69 situation. <laughs> um. So I guess we can move on to the 
the big, big signing. Which happened the day after. Yep. Yeah, kind of overshadowed the Strasburg thing. Fairly, though. Garrett Cole signed a oh, $324 million deal with the Yankees Talk about for some, nine years. Talk about some big for, an, energy. for an average of $36 million yeah. a year. He he's making he doesn't even play every day and he's making two hundred twenty thousand yeah. dollars a game. Mm-hmm. Well, think about it like this: he's a starting pitcher, right? Assume the Yankees make the po- so he, if he stays healthy, he's 32, 32 games a year. Probably Imagine yeah. the Yankees make the postseason, so he pitches another four games, mm-hmm. four or five games. He's making a million dollars a game. Except, oh yeah, that's a good way. Except to put if you the the thing that a lot of people don't understand about. Uh, Pro athletes and their and their contracts is their contracts are only for the regular season. When you get to the playoffs, you don't get more. You get every player gets paid the same. Mm-hmm. It's all like a base salary. I didn't know that. Yeah. So basically, the the players in all sports do not benefit financially. Uh, mm-hmm. There's probably incentives. after making the playoffs. There's probably incentives. Uh, well, you get incentives in your contract. Yeah, like yeah. oh, if you win the World Series MVP, you get five million dollars. But yeah. typically, like. You you see that stuff sometimes, but like so certain players, like the the team will just throw in, hey, if you win MVP, like a regular season MVP, we'll give you ten million dollars, yeah, or whatever it is. God, that must make a but sweet yeah, thing. the base salary is actually regulated for all team for all players. Okay, I don't know what it is, but fun fact of the day. On to the Wednesday of that same week. Uh, what what happened, Noah? The Angels signed Anthony Rendon three. Free, the third baseman Anthony Rendon, Unic- same same contract as uh, Strasburg. Strasburg. Was, Seven it just, years. was it just a little bit less though? Am I not mistaken? The no, same, it was same so, number. So well, you might be thinking it was seven years, two hundred forty-five million. Except it's backloaded. Oh, it's twenty-five million. I think I, I know at least for twenty twenty because they did that so that uh, Rendon said like, yeah, we'll make it a little backloaded so that they can go out and get more, get more pitching. Yeah, for oh, the 2020 God, that's season. such a G Which is, thing. That's such a humble thing to do. Well, because that just shows you his mindset. He's not there for the money. Like he's he gets, there to you know, win. He's, exactly. He's he wants that. He wants that another ring. It'd be so dumb to get a ring with Mike Trout too. Yeah, and that's what I, one of my questions was: Is that three of uh, Trout, Otani, uh, Otani, and uh, Rendon the bet like the best? Three in the game. Well, who are we? Who is this going up against? In a, in, a, in a sense, we would be comparing to, I assume, the Astros, the Yankees, and maybe the Red Sox. Yeah, Mets, I the, if he if that stays, but maybe I, that's a question mark. Maybe the Braves. Uh, was that Freeman Acuna and Albies? Yeah, Albies, maybe. I don't know. I think I think that's the most star-studded. Yes. Um, yeah. I as an Angels fan, I'd be really excited for this year. I think you really, if you want to do something with mm-hmm. this, you need to get pitching. Yeah. No way to start coaching. I was expecting with, to. With the amount of pitching that is in that division right now, Mariners aside, you need to you need to get pitching to compete with the Astros. Yeah. I don't know what their punishment's going to be for this cheating scandal. That could be very beneficial for the Angels. Yes. But they absolutely need pitching if they want to do anything in the postseason. Because yeah. the way I look at it, say they say the Astros win the division again, and the and then the wild card could really be between the A's, the Rangers, and the Angels. Yeah. Like, this division is stacked, and I'm willing to argue it's the toughest division in baseball. I would be right there with you, especially after the signing. I think what you said about pitching is so true. I was yeah. hoping that they would get Kluber because I'm not an Angels fan, but I am a Mike Trout fan. I want this dude to get something before he's gone. So I yeah. think that 
like like we were saying that they do need pitching in that this division is very scary, especially for. I mean, the Mariners aren't going to do anything, but honestly, as a Mariners yet. fan, the the stuff that's happened in the division over the past few days has scared me. Yeah, because I know the Mariners are trying to win. Like, not this year, but, like, next year and the year after, they're trying to really come up with stuff. And all those guys that the that the Rangers and the Angels are getting are still going to be there. The only difference is they're going to be a few years older, and the, and the Astros are probably going to be towards the end of their reign, if not at the end. That's a very good point. And so the Mariners doing... I think they're doing this the right way. I think they're building from the ground up, and I think... It'll be yeah. it'll be interesting. I don't want to talk about the Mariners. Isn't yeah. about them, but um, so yeah. Another question I had was, does that Rendon signing make the Angels a lock for the wild card? No. You, the the you way think I look, think they need to get more pitching. The way I look at it is, they need to stay healthy. They need better bullpen and they need better <laughs> starting pitching. End of story. Like that division is too stacked. The AL is too stacked. I understand it's Anthony Rendon, but at the end of the day, nine guys are on the field at once, and you need all of them to perform to some extent. And then you need depth on top of that. Mm -hmm. And one player isn't going to push you over the hump from a subpar season. Mm -hmm. So going back to Garrett Cole, because I think he's really the the big name out of everybody. Yeah. Do you think he was a $40 million player? Uh, me anyway, just, what, what is he, year. per year, what is he, 36? I mean, at that point, aren't you just like, that's not just like pennies to them? Like, what is 36 to 40 mil? Like, I'm already literally setting up my great, 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 great grandkids to just be chilling. Like, I don't think that even really is in his mind. Do you think he's worthy of a $400 million contract? I think he is worthy, though. Yeah? Yeah, I mean... But I don't think it's necessary. I think the reason why they went with that number is because that is a number that is satisfactory on both sides. Like, for, 40, $400 mil I, is just I too much. Like, I feel like a lot of the deals that we've been seeing, like, are just the deals, like, 36. This is the new norm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, like, like the, these uh, guys, like, Harper did it last year. Machado did it too. I'm glad it's happening now, though. It's just, just should be said. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. Like Not like two weeks before spring training. So stupid. But I'm seeing like a lot of deals that are being made are just being deals that are like $1 million over the, the highest ever. Just well, to set a record. Yeah, and, and and like as as a player, it's like I, I personally, I understand it because you work your whole life. Yeah. And you do think that you, like, when, you, when you're when you in the conversation to being the best pitcher in baseball, the best player in baseball, whatever the case may be, when you're in the conversation, you believe that you're the best and Fair. you believe you should be paid as the best. Yeah. And sometimes you're not going to get the deal that you want that's $30 million more than anyone else is getting paid. So your agent's saying, okay, let's get $1 million over just so you can say you worked your whole life for this. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Your record's going to be beat by someone else in a week. That's that. why I think that when you mentioned that whole humble rundown thing is very impressive because, I mean, it is been talked about a lot that money is controlling just the player's actions and stuff, which is fine because, you, like you said, you do work for it for your whole life. But... You know, just being able to see someone, like, taking the high road and be like, we want, like, this to be successful. So, please, like, work with me and I'll work with you situation. And out of out of all the AL, AL West teams, it's like, what team do you want to win? Mm-hmm. From, a, from a personal bias standpoint, what, what, what which is your favorite? 
Uh, Mariners other, excluded. Other than the Mariners. Mariners, Mariners excluded. I'm talking about the ones that are competitive. I would say never the Astros ever again. Never, ever, Cause, ever. Because if you think about it, it's the most like controversial division yeah, in baseball, sure. too. You got the Astros, who have all this success predicated to them, and then they got dirty cheating scandals. Then you have the Mariners who haven't made the playoffs in 18 years. Mm-hmm. And then you got the Rangers, who've lost like back-to-back-to-back World Series. Yeah. Um, then you have the Angels, who just signed Joe Madden. Uh, oh, I completely forgot about that. Who everyone's forgetting about now, and who just got Anthony Rendon, and then you got the the Rangers knocking on the door. It's yeah. a very exciting division, and I haven't even talked about the A's, who've been competitive. Yeah. No, I think uh, it like you. I mean, everything you said is so true. I think, like you said, Mariners excluded. Even if I was included, them, you know, I don't think they should even be considered here. I think if it was like a ranking order, it'd probably go Mariners, Houston, Angels, Athletic, or. Angels or no Rangers, Angels, Athletics in that order. No, I or least to worst. Yeah, least yeah, best. least to best. Are like excited for to see potential through. I'm, I'm, I hate the Angels, but I'm really excited to see them this Same. year. I'm really excited, and I and it's really hard for me to feel that way as a Mariners exactly. fan. But I'm really yeah. excited to see them. They're going to be Calhoun, dog. Bring him back, please. <laughs> I can't have that jersey anymore. If he's gone. <laughs> They're going to be fun to watch. Uh, I think the Rangers are going to be really fun to watch. Yes. Uh, speaking of which, they just signed, They just traded God. for Corey Kluber today. Time uh, for three weeks. We got segues up the ass, but, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kluber to the Rangers for right-handed pitcher Emmanuel Class. Classe, I think it is. And, and then center fielder Delino DeShields. Uh, yeah. I used to call this guy Delino DeShit. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I just had to put that out there, but that, the... If you're a Rangers fan, you guys got to be like hyped the fuck up right now. I know they they took they literally gave away the crap of the team and got literally a star, someone that has been known as the ace of the Indians. You could say either part of their big Cy three, Young, exactly. yeah, Cy, two times Cy Young. I mean, uh, he was hurt last year. A magician but. on the bump, someone that will surgically remove all your players. He's not a speed baller, but he will make sure you look like a fool when you leave that batter's box. He, uh, yeah, and Indians fans, we gotta keep keep that head up. Yeah, because I don't rough. know the direction of that franchise. Yeah, right now. that's what we talked about. I mean, that <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. You said I, Rangers, I, right? Indians. Oh, oh, Indians. They, sorry, they, I thought you were talking. No, like, what are the Indians doing? I I just I don't because I think they could still I I think they could still be in win now mode, yeah. But the more I think about it, like I said earlier, is one of the teams that I'm more puzzled about for making this decision. But the way I look at it is, they need to now trade somebody else. If they're doing this, they need like they're not doing this to retool and rebuild because you don't just trade a former Cy Young great pitcher. I mean, then who is that player you're trading then? Doesn't that bring up the whole Lindor conversation? Yeah, I know. But they Lindor's said that they they're not they looking to really I, trade Lindor, it, which is then that just even put a bigger question mark on the Kluber trade. Here's 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 a good question that poses in the Kluber trade though. The Indians are a really good organization historically. Like I understand they haven't won a World Series, but they're consistently competitive. I would say, and I'm wondering if they know something about Corey Kluber that. No one else does. Mm-hmm. They know his health records better than any other team yeah, in baseball. True. And he was not and healthy. He's, last and he's year. he wasn't healthy last year. Maybe he's starting to show signs of getting older. I'm not sure, but 
to give them a fair argument, maybe maybe he's not going to be able to be healthy next year. But as a Rangers fan, I am very excited. They had a very surprising year last year. I think they're going to be very fun to watch this year. Uh-huh. Uh, Especially in that new ballpark. That got on fire. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, Did you no, see that I, fire yeah, in the yeah, stadium no, that happened the other chat. day? Oh, there was that was actually fire. Yeah, yeah well, there you was think an that was actual a joke or fire. Something? I thought that was a joke. No, <laughs> I thought it was like a joke. I was seeing like in the comments, like, "Oh yeah, it sums up the Rangers." Because yeah, it like, does sum up the Rangers. <laughs> Damn, I didn't know that. Yeah, caught on fire. Uh, well, I, I don't know what actually caused the fire, though. I mean, I don't care. I remember a few I don't know, years ago the Mets stadium caught on fire. Yeah, I remember and just, that too. Like nobody really <laughs> cared. I mean, that stuff actually does just happen, but, like... I mean, it's construction, and, I mean, you're doing a thousand things at once when you're building a stadium of that size. So, I mean, um, I wouldn't say it's surprising, but it's definitely not welcomed. 2018, his last full year, Kluber went 20-7 and with a 2.89 ERA. Talk about a... Talk about a... 33 games, two complete games, one shot out, 215 innings. Uh, looking for the strikeouts. 222. Dude. 34 walks. Dude, that's insane! Like, and you're gonna give up Delino to Shields and a guy and a, and a the person and that a conducted that trade prospect? <laughs> yeah, like I just, if I'm a Rangers fan right now, I'm just bouncing yeah. off the walls. Yeah, no, you. I mean, there's no other way to put it besides you just literally committed robbery in like a highway robbery. Yeah. For us, or the shields and a slab dick prospect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow, <laughs> nice. I can't wait for the day we actually have like a like a soundboard of like just like cues. <laughs> <Yeah. views>. Let's <laughs> get Blake Snell on this. I know for real though, Dude, Blake. If you're hey. hearing this, bud, you know, <laughs> Washington natives, dog. Um, so I guess this brings us to our last deal. Um, no one saw this, right? Oh no, I don't think so. The um, the Diamondbacks. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So this happened a, f- a few hours ago, I think. About two hours ago, yeah, Madison Bumgarner signed a uh, five-year, eighty-five million-dollar deal with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, thoughts? I, I mean, I I don't know that I totally understand this from a Diamondbacks. Yeah, cause I don't know their because I understand that uh, Madison Bumgarner. They're thinking he's kind of he's not really in his prime anymore, but he's still probably a good pitcher. Yeah, um, he's getting older, but like you just traded Granky away. Like, are you essentially replacing him with this guy? Like, you could have kept Granky and then just added this guy if you were really trying to win. I don't understand. But really, I think the big losers on this deal are Giants fans because mm-hmm. you... Fans, w- yeah. Not the Giants, but fans. The Giants fans because you lost this guy for absolutely nothing. You didn't get anything in return for losing him to a division rival. Comp, it got a comp pick. A dra- oh, they, right. they, did, they did get a draft pick. Oh. Though. That does happen. Was, it, was that a first round, I assume? or I would I f- assume so. I, it's first, first or second, or second round for round. sure. But they, I mean, did, they did get a comp pick, but you, you, that doesn't really matter. <laughs> yeah, but for Bumgarner, their hero, their savior in the postseason, remember that? Yeah. In and, and the thing is, what I was seeing is Madison Bumgarner wanted to stay with the Giants, but yeah. the Giants didn't want him. And I, I understand that as an organization just because they're, try, they're yeah. trying to turn a leaf and start a new generation, a new era of this yeah. franchise. But tough to see. Tough to see as a Giants fan to see this guy go... Tough isn't anybody fan. I think you you all did not necessarily expect him to stay, but definitely wanted him to stay. You know, yeah. I didn't really care for him in that sense, but you know, I definitely 
knew that his career was in the Giants organization. I can only hope that he comes back to finish his his season there. Yeah. Or his yeah, you know, his career. Well, he's he's thirty right now, so. Thirty? Oh, he's still got ten. No. I don't know about that. Two more things I wanted to bring up in this episode. Go for it. Uh, I meant to bring it up when we were talking about the big three with uh, Steven Strasburg, Garrett Cole, and Anthony Rendon signing. But over three days, Scott Boris negotiated eighteen or eight hundred fourteen million dollars worth of deals. Yeah. Which is insane if you mm-hmm. think about it. Those Just are wanted three to mention of that. his clients, man. Yeah. He's three got Harper as a client. He's. I don't think he has. Does he have Trout as a client? I. I don't. I really Wouldn't don't surprise know. Me. But. Absolutely insane, and uh, uh, agents get a percentage of all the deals they negotiate. Yeah, I don't know. 5%. The, it's 5% or something like that, so this guy's getting paper. Um, yeah, just so, like, I was, like, I mentioned it earlier. It was just a funny comparison. It was, like, Le'Veon Bell set out a whole season, like, almost a whole season to get a $40 million contract. Boris did that in one day uh, and got $40 million just off of the the 5% he got off contract. I'm like, it kind of pays to be smart, guys, you know. Not saying that Le'Veon Bell isn't smart, but, like, that kind yeah, of line yeah. of business is definitely, you know, another viable <laughs> way to get cash. Uh, the last thing I wanted to bring up, I don't know if you guys had anything else for this episode. Nothing, I, I mean, I can look through it real quick. the Astros? Um, yeah, did you guys want to mention the Astros? I'll, I'll mention oh, this, yeah. I, I mean, it's, just, um, it's a quick thing, right? Yeah. A uh, couple players mentioned, or I mean, a couple players admitted to, we don't know who, but members from the organization admitted, they said, like, yeah, we cheated. Yeah. Um, <laughs> worthy but of saying, I guess. I not think much we can talk about. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, not too much to go off of that, but they're going to get punished pretty they're badly. They're probably going for the sympathy route now. You if know? this is a slap on the wrist, this cannot be a slap on the wrist. It's not. It's not going to. If it was a slap on the wrist, we, they would have been I punished think, already. Uh, yeah, I think um, uh, Rob Manfred is pissed, and I think he wants to lay that on the hand. That guy, you see that guy's face? He always has just got a scowl on. Imagine when he thinks about the Astro, dude. I'm just saying, it's gonna this. I already talked to, went over my uh, my punishments with him, but as more and more stuff is coming out, like I, I want to see stuff go down. And, all right, but know, we'll, leave, when it happens, we'll leave it yeah. at that. We've when talked happens, about this for like the last three or four episodes. That, that's all I'm going to say for now. When uh, it happens, we'll talk about it. The next more. thing is the Rob Manfred uh, threatening to leave minor league baseball. Yeah, do, yeah, you're right. Um, so the major league baseball, minor league baseball, two different uh, two different companies. Yeah. Uh, and they, their agreement with each other ends after 2020 and Rob Manfred for whatever negotiating tactic is saying, oh, we'll leave minor league baseball, which mm-hmm. is intimidating to minor league baseball because without MLB, they don't really have s- too much of a product. Um, yeah. Just because they, they lose a lot of their money if this happens. But I'm not worried about it. It's just kind of a bluff move. But a good conversation uh, arise, uh, arose from this, and that is a lot of executives are saying, what if we eliminate certain levels of minor league baseball. And you and I have been talking about this for years. Yes. I've, yeah. uh, I first brought it up to you a couple years ago. Um, I was saying, what if we get rid of the lower class A levels? Like, no one really pays attention to them. Yeah, no. <laughs> like, let's start by doing that. Because what that does is it makes it harder to play baseball, which means the, the competition in minor league baseball is raised and the competition in the MLB levels raised. And... Everyone's freaking out about the young players who are coming up through organizations like Acuna and Juan Soto and there's more more and more names, and they rush through. And if you eliminate 
a level of minor league baseball or more, I think you're going to see more of that happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's really good for baseball. Uh, obviously, for minor league baseball, you suffer from like organizations becoming independent or just non-existent at all. But I, I actually think for baseball as a sport, it's really good. Mm-hmm. It makes it easier for the fan. Yeah, uh, true. I, I mean, agree. it's hard for most people to just even know that there is a farm system in the first place. And I mean, I think when most people just think of single A, double A, triple A, nobody really realizes that there's class A advanced. I mean, I didn't know until he said it like six episodes ago. Now I know. I mean, there's low A. There's like Dominican yeah, there's, summer league. There's the Dominican summer league. The Arizona fall league. For the record, like for the record, I think that, they that's need that's like a that that's not that's um, part of MLB though technically. Oh, okay. I think they need to. I don't want to get too in-depth on it. I think when they release more about it, we should get more in-depth. But I th- also, just for the record, they should keep the Dominican Summer League because that that's also just visa issues. So, yeah, so the Dominican Summer League I don't think would get eliminated. I would hope it would. Um, yeah. Just because of that, that's basically the same level of short season Class A, but for all players that are from the Dominican yeah. mm-hmm. who are too young and can't come to the U.S. for mm-hmm. whichever reason. But you have... You have the DSL, you have the short season class A, you have regular A, you have high A, you have double A, you have triple A. And How then many you A's have, do you need? I know, right? What does the A stand for, by the way? I don't think it stands for anything. I think it's just, uh, just uh, yeah. yeah. Double A battery. I have a question, though. Who play, Who pays Rob Manfred? I didn't, I, I mean. Who pays him? Yeah, like where does he get his income from? Uh, I have no idea. I know, right? Like if you're the president of. The thing that conducts money, who's paying you? I think I guess, like, I guess it's just I think, through revenue. I through think everything. it's off revenue, yeah, or something. It's like one of those questions, like who closes the door after the bus driver leaves? You know? Well, I mean, it's just the bus driver closes it. But maybe okay. Manfred pays him. I don't know. Um, yeah, but talking about that minor league baseball thing, I told you guys that it had backing. Um, in fact, it was general manager of the Diamondbacks, Mike Hazen, said the system has been around for a long time. We have a lot of great partners. Yada yada yada. But uh, it's it. They he wants to he wants this to kind of happen. Low uh, eliminate the lower levels. Uh, and I think okay I think it'd be a good idea. Yeah, I, I agree. I I, I don't think, see a yeah. point in seven minor league levels when you realistically need four. Yeah, you realistically could have two. You could yeah. have you would have like uh, single A and double A and then major league baseball. Maybe yeah. three. Because isn't triple A cons- three if you include the double? And triple A is a joke right now. Yeah, isn't it? Because that, like, that's exactly what I was gonna get to. Yeah, like it doesn't all the kinda like potential players go there, but there is. I remember you saying this in a previous episode. Double A has the talent. If I'm yeah, not mistaken, double A has the talent. And if you don't have the talent, you go to triple A, or yeah. like, it was like you have it, but it's not good enough or something along those lines. But exactly, yeah, exactly. All the talent is in double A. All the talent sits in double A, then gets called up to the major leagues, or they spend like two weeks in triple A. Which makes no sense in my opinion. Just, but it, it, I guess I, I don't know why it is that way. But the, if you baseball's like, wacky, bro. But that's the way it is. The last thing that I wanted to bring up, the very last thing for the episode before we close, is December twelfth. MLB made it official that they removed uh, THC, CBT, and, and, oh, yeah. cannab- and cannabis from. <laughs> The league's banned substance list. It, the players won't be tested for it anymore. It's now on the same level of alcohol. W. Yeah, all W. Around. All I, around. See it, I see it as a dub. I see it as uh, an absolute win, you know? Uh, absolute <laughs> win. Did it before the NFL. Yeah, I think that's which, awesome. which is kind of crazy in my opinion, just comparisons-wise, because, I mean, 
I they actually need it. Yeah, I think definitely. I think we've all we all kind of understand that the NFL is the pot smoking league. If if we're just Percy mo- Harvin played every single game of his career high. Yeah, That's I mean, jo- said, yeah. was it Josh Gordon, uh, our Seahawks yeah. guy? Yeah. Um, I mean, it, and they did it for a reason. Given they, it was like a recovery method. I think some probably did it for the yes. fun aspect, but either way, it did have effects that were positive. So. I'm glad to see MLB doing it. I hope they implement it. In a, I think they'll implement it in a proper way. And I think we'll get get away from all of those like bullshit testing things. Like, oh, you came up positive for weed. Unlike while well, other people are getting tested positive for like opium and stuff like that. So yeah. So not and, and they said now they're testing for opioids. Yeah. So yeah. which is which Cody, is power Cody, move. Cody Bellinger. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> in this interview, that one uh, we we never showed you it. He was, he like, was stoned hot. as he was, hell yeah, in he this was, interview. Oh, I think I saw that. I yeah. think I saw Cody that. Cody Bellinger's deal is probably a little happy right yeah, now. Yeah, he's like, yes, I get my client <laughs> back. But, uh, no, I think this is just a step in the right direction. I actually hope other sports, like, follow the lead, especially hockey, I, just because they get wrecked, too. But Yeah, but that's it. I get yeah, it. Was was a, we made good timing of that. It was, um, like, an hour, hour, hour and 20, something hour like that. Hour or so. Um, I guess... Yeah, that's episode 15. Um, we're going to be presumably going back to uploading once a week. Yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, I don't know about... I don't know how plans. the Christmas thing is going to line up, but it probably will probably figure out a Christmas way to work. Christmas is on... Well, on, we're on all going to be on break, so we should be able to figure yeah, something out. Yeah, no, for sure. No, we'll, even if it's not on Sunday, we'll, we'll figure something out. Anyways, thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, uh, you can follow us on Instagram, at the Dugout Discussion. You can uh, subscribe to our YouTube. I was going to upload stuff on YouTube. Just... We've all been kind of not slammed. I was on vacation. You guys were kind of hitting finals or just getting near the end of first semester, if I'm not mistaken. All good. But, like, Um, I think we'll be back. And there's not too much to really cover over the offseason on social media. But, um, yeah, uh, if you, you know, you like this, you can hit the sub button. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Overcast, Google Podcasts, you know. Uh, know, Something, something, something. Wherever you want, whenever you want. You can follow me on Instagram at cough syrup underscore. Dude, change it. <laughs> Max Gordon <laughs> with two R's on Instagram. And uh, Jay Cross Gordon on Instagram. Um, I guess we'll see you next week. And we will be reviewing the NL West. Yeah, NL yeah. West. NL, NL West. West next week. All right, see you.